There was once two friends who were talking, and one of the friends said to the other, you know, I haven't seen you in church for a long time. We used to always come to the same church and I haven't seen you. Just wondering what's going on, is everything okay? And the friend who was asked this question responded, ah, I don't like going to that church anymore. It's all full of sinners, it's full of hypocrites. Why would I want to go to a church that's full of hypocrites? And without skipping a beat, his friend responded to him, oh, don't let that stop you. There's always room for one more. So this little story, I think, really gets to the heart of today's gospel. In today's gospel, Jesus is speaking to us about how we understand our identity, how we view ourselves in relationship to God and in relationship to other people. In the gospel today, Jesus teaches us that the grace, the love, forgiveness, and mercy of God is open to all. God has given us this torrent of mercy, forgiveness, and healing all can accept it. There is only one thing really that prevents us from accepting the healing love and grace of God, and that is ourselves. The gospel today teaches us this important message that if we don't think we need God's mercy, God's help, then God cannot do anything for us. God cannot help us. We are the only ones who prevent ourselves from receiving the grace and the goodness that God wants to give us. Jesus today in the gospel tells us a parable and it's in response to certain people, in response to people who trust in their own righteousness and despise others. So Jesus is directing this to people who trust in their own righteousness. Other translations give who relied on themselves. So Jesus is directing this parable against people who think they don't really need God. They're okay on their own. They can kind of work and get through life without the grace and assistance that God provides. And Jesus is saying that we all need God's mercy. And if we think we don't, if we shut ourselves off from God's mercy, then we cannot receive it. And in order to kind of portray this message in a startling way, Jesus makes an unexpected comparison. Jesus compares a Pharisee to a tax collector. Now, throughout the Gospels, sometimes Pharisees get a, bad, a bit of a bad reputation because Pharisees often we see are in direct kind of debate or conflict with Jesus. We should probably keep in mind the reason why Jesus kind of argues so much with the Pharisees is because among all the other Jewish groups at this time, Jesus probably had most in common with the Pharisees. So they were able to have this sort of debate or argument between each other. But Pharisees really, at Jesus' time, were viewed oftentimes with a lot of respect as being pious people who tried to follow the law of Israel very faithfully, tried to love their God and tried to love their neighbor. We see that St. Paul in his letters identifies very readily and even boasts about having been a Pharisee. So at Jesus' time, it was kind of expected that Pharisees were seen as pious people, they were respected people. But in the gospel today, Jesus shows us a very different kind of Pharisee one who stands off, who kind of is boasting, who performs religious activities just to kind of garner praise from other people. This Pharisee doesn't really think that he needs God's help. In contrast to this person who would have been highly respected, Jesus compares a tax collector. So tax collectors at Jesus' time were generally looked very lowly. People kind of saw them as outcasts. A lot of people actually despise them. 
because tax collectors were kind of like employees or contractors of the Roman Empire. This empire that was oppressing Jesus' people, they were helping them get these taxes that could be quite heavy and burdensome from the people. So tax collectors were seen as really a visible, living, walking, breathing reminder of the oppression of the Roman Empire. And on top of this, tax collectors at times had a reputation for kind of skimming money for themselves, for collecting more money than they needed to give to the Romans and kind of pocketing the difference. So tax collectors were seen as being kind of um, cast out from society. People really looked down upon them. So it's very, very startling that Jesus presents not the Pharisee, this person who was expected to be pious, as a model to emulate, but rather this tax collector. This is very surprising, very startling. Jesus tells us at the end of the gospel that it is the tax collector who goes home justified. He receives God's mercy, healing, and forgiveness because he asked for it, whereas the Pharisee doesn't think he needs God's help. The Pharisee kind of thinks he can do this all on his own, and he does not go home justified. So Jesus presents to us today this tax collector as an example to follow. We're able to really emulate or imitate this example of the tax collector when we, like the tax collector, recognize that we are sinners. Recognize that we're sinners. Now this is kind of not an easy thing to do, to recognize we're sinners, but really recognizing this is just saying that we're human. You probably heard the old adage, we need to recognize that there is one God and we are not him. To understand that we're sinners is just to understand that we have struggles, we're broken, we make mistakes that we can't really fix entirely. We need help in our life that we can only receive from God. Recognizing we're a sinner as the tax collector does is just recognizing how we are truly before God, our loving Father. God wants to help us, to guide us through life, but we need to recognize and ask for this help. We need to recognize we're sinners. It was very striking for me. I read once uh, the, one of the first interviews Pope Francis ever gave, and the first question, or one of the first he was asked, was the interviewer asked him, who is Jorge Bergoglio? That's his name before he became Pope Francis. Who is Jorge Bergoglio? And Pope Francis answered very quickly, I am a sinner. It's just recognizing who we are before God. Mother Teresa often said something similar when in the context of confession, she would say, before going to confession, I am a sinner with sin. After leaving the confessional, I am a sinner without sin. Just recognizing we're a sinner like the tax collector did is just a recognition of the fact that we're not perfect, that each of us need God's help. And when we do that, God is able to give us this grace, healing, and assistance. Furthermore, in the gospel today, we find as well that when we recognize that we are a sinner, we're in need of God's help, then we are more merciful, forgiving, and accepting of others. And this, I think, is something quite interesting and significant in the gospel. Jesus is telling this parable to people who trusted in their own righteousness, number one, and despised others, number two. The two points seem to go hand in hand. When we think that we don't need God's help, don't need other people, then sometimes we can be more judgmental towards others. And Jesus is, I think, trying to illustrate in the gospel this, 
The Pharisee thought that he was okay on his own, he was wonderful, and because of this, he judged that tax collector so harshly. When we in our lives sometimes think that we can do it on our own, that we're perfect, that we don't need help from God or others, then sometimes we can be very judging towards those around us. On the other hand, I think the more we're able to recognize that we're broken, that we have struggles, that we're wounded, that God, in spite of this, forgives us, accepts us, shows mercy to us, that other people around me accept me and love me and forgive me in spite of the fact that I make mistakes, when we recognize this, then we're more prone to show that mercy and acceptance to people around us. Recognizing really that we need God's help helps us to not be so judgmental to those around us, to be merciful, to be forgiving to them. Pope Francis is often given the image of the church as a field hospital. The church, our community here, is a place where people come who are wounded, who need God's healing, God's strength, God's forgiveness. The church is not like a museum place to kind of display these saints who are all shiny and perfect. Rather, the church, our community here, is a hospital for those who need help, for those who need assistance. Jesus in the gospel today wants us to recognize this. God is a loving Father. He wants to help us, but God cannot help us unless we ask for that help, recognize that we are in need of God's aid and assistance in our life. So today at this Mass, let's try to open our hearts in a new way to this grace that God gives us. Let us sometime during this Mass just say quietly this beautiful prayer of the tax collector within our own hearts. Just repeat it quietly to ourselves during this Mass. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner.